In the 11th chapter of the Gospel of John is where we're going to find our vision for this coming year and our task. And I want to tell you that this is the story of the resurrection of Lazarus from the dead. In John 14, we find Jesus with the disciples a little bit away from where Lazarus is and He's already gotten word that Lazarus is sick and He still waits a while before He goes back. And Lazarus is a good friend of Jesus. So is His sisters Mary and Martha. And Jesus has stayed there and now Lazarus has passed away and they're going back to where Lazarus is And Jesus tells them that He's sleeping. And they don't understand that. So in verse 14, we pick up the story. He says to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to Him. Then Thomas, who's called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with Him. So when Jesus came, He found that He had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. And many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met Him, but Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if You had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to Him, I know that He will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in Me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in Me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to Him, Yes, Lord, I believe that You are the Christ, the Son of God who is to come into the world. And when she said these things, she went her way and secretly called Mary her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came to Him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met Him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her saying, she's going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw Him, she fell down at His feet saying to Him, Lord, if You had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, He groaned in the Spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how much he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again, groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave. And a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench. For he's been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? 
Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up His eyes and said, Father, I thank You that You've heard me. And I know that You always hear me. But because of the people who were standing by, I said this, that they may believe that You sent Me. And when He said these things, He cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth! And he who had died came out bound, hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Now this story may be familiar to you. It might not be, but I'm going to share some things in here that really caught my attention. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking with a man who was working on our air conditioning unit about a verse in Scripture, and I was thinking that the verse said that the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. And I was looking for the verse to find it, and I couldn't. I finally found the verse I was looking for. It said that the Father raised His Son from the dead by His power. I thought it said the Holy Spirit did. But it says the same power that worked in Jesus to raise Him from the dead is the same power that's at work in us. The same power. The Father working in us, right? And so, when I thought about that for a minute, I said, well, that, that's, that's awesome that the Father raised the Son. And I didn't give it much thought until a few days ago. I was thinking about our mission and vision of the church here and the things we're trying to do for God and transform lives in our community. And I was going to talk about something completely different. But something drew me to the story of Lazarus. And I realized that Lazarus was the only other account in Scripture where someone who had been dead at least three days was raised from the dead. He's the only other one. And in this passage, the shortest verse in the Bible is John 11.35. Jesus wept. A lot of people said, and the Jews at that time said, He's weeping because He loved Him so much. And I thought, well, maybe they're just making an assumption that's not really why he's weeping. Why is he weeping? Because the next thing he says after that, when, when, he, when he weeps, is take away the stone. Between that time, he's gone to the graveside where the tomb is. And I ask people this question, what did Jesus see at the tombstone of Lazarus. And people said, well, you know, Lazarus coming forth and, and the angel probably raising him up from the dead and all this other stuff. And I said, no, he saw a tomb. That's <laughs> what he saw. A tomb with a stone rolled in front of it. And when I, when I got down to that part of it, all of a sudden, maybe for you too, all the gears started clicking in place and, and something opened up inside me. It's the same scene that happened short time later for him. A stone in front of a tomb and a dead man for three days inside that tomb. This man had been, Lazarus had been dead four days and Jesus saw that tomb and he's weeping. I, I think it's because he knew that this was a pretaste or a foretaste of what was going to happen to him. He could see prophetically, because he knew he was going to be crucified and resurrected from the dead, that this is how it was going to be. And so, in the Gospel of John, we read that Jesus said this. 
I only do the things I see my Father do. And I only say the things my Father says. That's all I do and say. Now, Jesus said, roll away the stone. Take away the stone. But, if He only said what His Father said, then He prophetically saw a few days into the future His Father saying, roll away the stone. And Jesus was following what His Father said. And did that. Now, here's the difference. Once the stone was rolled away, the Holy Spirit didn't call Lazarus out, did it? And the God the Father didn't. Jesus did. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. Now, I'm going to get this to very simple terms. I think His Father said something very similar a few days later when He was in the tomb. But I don't think He said, Jesus, come forth! Here's what I think the Father said on resurrection morning. My Son, my beloved Son, come up from the grave and come out. You have earned your place. Come forth. I believe that's what Jesus knew would happen. And that's what He said. Now, let me tell you something. That's the most glorious day in all of Christianity is when Jesus rose from the dead never to die again. That's the most amazing thing. But for that to happen and for Lazarus to have risen from the dead, there had to be a death. There had to be a burial and there had to be a closure of what was. That you couldn't look back on things as they were anymore. You had to trust that out of a death, a resurrection would come. This year, our church's theme has been Rise Up. And we've talked about being a church that churches up. And so, you can't have a resurrection in a church to rise up unless there is a closing of something else. A death to have a resurrection. And that means old ideas, old ways of doing things, old thoughts and perceptions have to die. And God has been working really hard for us this last several months to show us that some of the things that we dreamed and hoped about have to die off so that better and bigger and His type of things can take their place. And now... God is asking each one of us here in this church and elsewhere, are you willing to be one who rolls away the stone to uncover what was to let birth what will be? Will you be a stone roller? God will give the resurrection, but you have to trust in faith that that which was is going to birth something new. And this is what happened with Lazarus. I could tell you in in depth the rest of the story, but let's just say this. Lazarus had no question about who Jesus was. And he wasn't afraid of the scribes and Pharisees or anybody else. And he wasn't afraid to die. That much is true. Because Lazarus was different. Because he knew that he knew that he knew. And nobody could tell him otherwise about who God was because he saw him face to face. 
that story will change your life. And when you meet God face to face and you have a resurrection inside of you, it means some old thoughts and ideas about who you are changed. Your identity becomes in Christ and no longer in what you were or what you were born into. As a matter of fact, this morning, I have 75 copies of 75 things that you are in Christ, your identity, for those who would like one after service. So if you want to know who you are in Christ Jesus, take one of those with you. It shows you throughout the whole New Testament who you are. Because your identity has changed when Jesus rolled your old stone away. Uncovered the new life. And what does Jesus say to Lazarus' people after he walks out of the grave? This is my favorite part of this whole thing. He said, loose him and let him go. Don't let him be the old Lazarus. Let him be free. When you come to Jesus Christ, let yourself be free in Him. This church has had chains and blocks for a long time. And God's getting ready to strip all that off and have a new start. All things new. And it's going to start at our revival. And that's what's going to happen. I'm excited about it. And on the last Sunday of this month, I'm going to expand a little bit more on the bigger part of this vision. And I hope you either watch or listen online or can be here. This is the vision preview that I wanted to share with you, and I hope you'll join me in being a stone roller. Not a rolling stone, a stone roller. <laughs> Thank you um, for that. I am so thankful for your presence here and the opportunity to share that with you. I hope it encourages you, gives you a little bit of insight that Jesus only did what was going to be done for Him. He loved Lazarus the same way His Father was loving Him. And that's all we can do is love with the love God gives us. Right? We love because He first loved us.